really get back home into God's hand, you don't have to dodge bullets because the Most High is protecting you. And when you read the word, you'll see that all you have to do is be still and the Most High will fight for you. He is our rock, our redeemer. He fights for you. All you have to do is be still and he will fight for you. You don't have to shoot bullets. You don't have to dodge bullets. You don't have to block bullets. You just have to be still. Put your faith in Yah. Put your fear in him. Pray to him and be still. And I'm telling you, the Most High will fight for you like you've never seen anyone fight for you before and protect you like no one has ever protected you before. He's our rock, our redeemer. Ecclesiastes 12.13 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear at Elohim and guard at his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And so welcome back to TPR Lightworker. Thank you for listening. So I just want to expand a little bit upon that scripture that I just read. So one more time, Ecclesiastes 12.13 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear at Elohim and guard at his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And so, quite simply, the whole duty of man, the whole purpose for us being here is to keep the commandments of the Most High. And so, we would not be here if it wasn't for the Most High God, if it wasn't for Yah. So that's why... It's our whole duty to keep the commandments of the Most High. And so I just bring this scripture up because I think this really captures and puts it in perspective for us. You know, we get so caught up in our lives of our day-to-day life, our day-to-day struggle, our day-to-day worries. But really, life can be so simple. Keep the commandments of the Most High God. And... Again, we wouldn't be here on earth. We wouldn't have our daily lives. We wouldn't have our daily struggles if it wasn't for the Most High, if it wasn't for our Creator, if it wasn't for Yah. So that's why we owe it to Yah to fear Him and to seek Him out continually, to repent to Him, and most importantly, to keep His commandments. And so in the episode description, you will also see that it says good great, righteous. I also am going to explain a little bit further upon what it really means to be righteous and how these are the standards of righteousness from the viewpoint of the Most High, not how man uh, judges what righteous is, but what how the Most High determines what righteousness is. But I just want to be clear and explain that point of Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear at Elohim and guard at his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And so just as far as the commandments of the Most High, something that I always speak about is keeping the Sabbath, keeping the Shabbat of the Most High. You know, that's the fourth commandment. 
And before I read it once again in the book of Exodus, this is just what I mean is how we can get so caught up in our day-to-day lives and just thinking, you know, oh, it's not that important to honor the Shabbat. But as we just heard in Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen, the whole duty of man, the whole reason why we're here is to keep the commandments. And that means all of the commandments of the Most High, including the fourth commandment, keeping the Shabbat. So Exodus 28 through 11, remember at the day of the Shabbat to keep it holy. Six days shall you labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Shabbat of Yahuwah Elahaka, and you shall not do any work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is within your gates. For in six days Yahuwah made at the heavens and at the earth, the sea, and at all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore Yahuwah blessed at the day of Shabbat and hallowed it. So right here we could see in line 11, for in six days Yahuwah made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore Yahuwah blessed at the day of Shabbat and hallowed it. So while we get so caught up in our day-to-day lives, we feel some people feel that they're too busy to honor the Shabbat. They think it's not that important to honor the Shabbat. But what we just heard is that the whole duty of man is to keep the commandments. And one of the commandments is to keep the Shabbat. And this is why we can't get so wrapped up in our day-to-day lives. We can't feel that we're too busy to keep the Shabbat because just like in line 11, Yahuwah, when he was making the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is, Yah even took a day to rest. So if the Most High could take a day to rest after he was creating the heavens and the earth and the sea and the entire universe, how are we going to argue and say that our lives are too busy that we can't take a day off? Because the whole duty of man, the whole purpose of us being here is to keep the commandments of the Most High. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have our busy lives. We wouldn't have things to do if it wasn't for the Most High. That's why we can set apart one day per week to honor the Shabbat. And that's just one of the commandments that we are to keep. But you frequently hear me speak about keeping the Shabbat on this series because it is really important. It's a connection that we have with the Most High. It's really a covenant that we have with Yah. It shows that He is our Elohim. He is our God. And that we are taking that day every week to honor the Most High and to rest, just like Yah did when He was creating the entire universe. So if Yah could rest, when he was very busy doing that, we are not too busy to keep the Shabbat. And of course, some people might have jobs that requires them to work on Saturday or whatever, because the true Sabbath is Friday evening to Saturday evening, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. But what people will find is that when you start honoring the Shabbat, Yah will bless you because he sees that you're taking out the time to keep his commandments. You're fulfilling the whole duty of man, which is to keep the commandments and For all you know, Yah will give you a new job or he will pull you out of the matrix and you won't have to work on the Shabbat anymore. So some people might have certain circumstances, but if you can work around it, if you can do your best to honor the Shabbat, Yah rewards you for that. That, Like I said, that's a spiritual connection that we have with the Most High. It shows that he is our Elohim and we are his and he rewards us for keeping the commandments, for doing 
the whole duty of man to keep the commandments. And before I transition into the topic of just righteousness in general, just to put it in perspective, you know, this is the physical temporary world and we are here trying to earn our salvation, which is eternal. Where, wherever our souls are going after this, after the physical temporary world, it's eternal. We're, we're either going to eternal salvation or eternal damnation. So when you put it in that perspective, it's worth it again to keep the commandments as best you can to keep the Shabbat because, because when our souls are on the line, this physical world is nothing. And that's why it's all about trying to earn salvation in the eternal world. So people get really caught up in their day-to-day lives, but this is just the physical temporary world. Um, the whole duty of us being here is to keep the commandments. It's not for us to work all the time. It's not for us to have worries, our daily struggles, our daily, whatever it is that people get so worked up in, and wrapped up in rather in our day-to-day lives. That's not why we're here. We're here to honor the commandments of the Most High. That's the whole duty of man. And we're also here in this physical temporary world to see where our eternal souls are going. So when you put it in that perspective, it makes it that much easier to keep the commandments because that is the whole duty of man. That's why we are here. And so we're not here to work all the time. We're not here to have our physical lives and to get caught up in that. We're here to try and work on the spiritual world and try and get into that spiritual kingdom of the most high and work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And when you fear the most high, that's why you want to keep every single one of his commands as best that you can. And so I may be able to explain a little bit further as I transition into just speaking about righteousness. So Genesis 15, line 6 And he believed in Yahuwah, and he counted it to him for righteousness. So this is in the first book of the Bible, in the book of Genesis, we hear about Abraham believing in Yahuwah, and it's being counted to him for righteousness. And this scripture gets referenced throughout the rest of the scriptures, throughout the rest of the Bible by Apostle Paul. And in the first book of the Bible, right here we see, Genesis 15, line 6, and he believed in Yahuwah and he counted it to him for righteousness. So when we speak about righteousness on this series and just believers like me and you, when we speak about righteousness, the people who are stuck in the physical surface world, they hear righteousness and they think of righteousness in the standards of men. But we are speaking about righteousness in the standards of the Most High. And that's why right here, Abraham believing in Yahuwah was counted to him as righteousness. So people, when they hear righteous or righteousness, they think of like being morally good to to man. But there's also another level of being righteous to following the ways of the Most High, being righteous in the sight of the Most High. And, you know, believing in Yah, that has nothing to do with what you did to another man or doing a kind deed to another human being. That's just believing in Yah. It was counted to Abraham as righteousness. And so when you truly believe in the Most High, when you truly believe in Yahuwah, you keep his commandments. You know what I'm saying? When people hear righteousness, when people who are cardinal, who are surface, who are in the physical surface world, they hear righteous and they're like, oh, that means doing a good deed to another person or just doing the right thing. 
Yeah, that is what righteousness is, but there's also righteousness as far as the most high standards. And that means believing in Yah, keeping the commandments. That's what righteousness really is. And so just to explain the good, great, righteous that you see in the episode description, just think about it. Like for an example, when a human being dies in our physical world, you always hear how people say, oh, they were such a good person. They were such a great person. But we see that we know in scripture, we know in the gospels that it's a narrow road to salvation, enter through the narrow doorway, the narrow gate, and that the road to destruction is one that many people take and the road to salvation is the narrow gate. So when we hear that scripture that many people take the road to destruction, but then when people die in our world, you hear, oh, they were such a good person. They were such a great person. Just because you're a good person, just because you're a great person, that doesn't mean that you're making it into the kingdom. You have to be righteous. And being righteous means not just being a good person to other people, but being righteous in the sight of the most high. And that means keeping his commandments and believing in Yah. Just like in the first book of the Bible, it tells us what righteousness is. Believing in Yah is righteousness. So it's really just a different perspective from, you know what I'm saying? When people hear that scripture of many people take the road to destruction, but when many people die, they're always considered, oh, they were a good person. They were a great person. It's not just about being a good person. It's not just about being a great person. It's about being righteous. And to give an example of myself, before I was saved, before Yah opened my eyes, before I was born again, you know, I would try to do nice things for other people, do random acts of kindness and stuff like that. But I was still practicing idolatry. I was still not keeping the Sabbath. I was still not following the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. I wasn't keeping the commandments. So before I was saved, I had no chance of redemption. I had no chance at salvation. I would have been destined for Sheol. I was on that road to destruction that many people take. And yeah, I tried to be a good person. I tried to do the right thing. But that's why being righteous, it's a different step. It's not just about being nice to other people or good to other people. It's about being righteous in the sight of the most high. And then to go to 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit at the kingdom of Elohim? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor sodomites, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit at the kingdom of Elohim. And then line 11 as well. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of Adonai Yehusha HaMashiach by the Ruach of our Elohim. So this is what I'm saying to give the example of my life before I was saved, before I was born again. Let's just go through this. I was a fornicator. I was an idolater. I was a sodomite. Because we know that oral sex is sodomy, not just anal sex. I covered that in the first toxic episode, TPR 148 Toxic, speaking about how oral sex is the sin of sodomy. Nor drunkards, I was a drunkard. All those things that I just said, no fornicators, no idolaters, no drunkards, none of them are inheriting the kingdom of God. And 
again, before I was saved, I was all of those things. Just like line 11 says, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of Adonai, Yahushua HaMashiach, and by the Ruach of our Elohim. I was many of those things that I just listed. And, you know, if something would happen to me, people would have said, yeah, Ryan was a good person. He was a great person, but I wouldn't have had a chance at salvation. There was no way I was going to inherit the kingdom of Yah. And I'm still working for salvation. It's never guaranteed. That's why we have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling and do everything we can to keep the commandments and try and earn that salvation through Yahushua HaMashiach. Glory to Yah. So this is just what I'm trying to explain to you is that there's good people in this world there's great people in this world, and then there's people who are righteous. And the path to destruction is one that many people take. It's a narrow doorway to salvation, and the road to destruction is one that many people take. So, you know what I'm saying? When people die and they're, and people say, oh, they're a great person, they were a good person, you know, everyone, whenever someone dies, people just say, oh, yeah, they're in heaven now. But are we really looking are are some of these people that die that we say are good or great are they fornicators are they practicing idolatry are they adulterous are they sodomites are they thieves or are they covetous are they drunkards none of them are inheriting the kingdom of god and when people die people don't look at it through this lens they look at it through the lens of man and say yeah they were a good person they were a great person we have to look at it through the lens of the most high because it's a different standard that you're held to. And then Revelation 21, 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So same thing. All these people, when they pass away, they say, oh, they were a good person. They were a great person. But were they fearful? Were they unbelieving? Were they abominable? Were they murderers? Were they whoremongers? Were they sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars? You know what I'm saying? People don't think of it this way when someone dies. They just say, oh, they were a good person. They were a great person. They're in heaven now. That's not how it works. The road to destruction is one that many people take. And if many people take it, it's not just murderers that are on the path of destruction. It's people who are practicing idolatry. It's people who are unbelievers, idolaters. So... That's just what I mean is it's a difference. It's not just about being a good person in the standards in the eyes of men. It's about being righteous to the standards of the Most High, which means doing the whole duty of man, which is to keep the commandments and to fear Yah. Matthew seven thirteen. Enter ye in at the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be which go in there, because narrow is the gate, and troublesome is the way which leads to life, and few there be that find it. So line 14, because narrow is the gate, and troublesome is the way which leads to life, and few there be that find it. It's troublesome to find the path that leads to life. It's not easy to keep the Shabbat every week. You have to learn how to better keep the Shabbat. When I first started a year ago keeping the Sabbath, I didn't know how to properly do it. I had to learn, oh, it's a day of feast. I had to learn how can I best honor the Shabbat, and I'm still learning. That's why I said no one's salvation is ever guaranteed, but 
the Most High will work with you. If when Once you start honoring the Sabbath and seeking out the Most High and trying to honor His commandments, He will help you. He'll give you understanding. He will say, no, this is what you shouldn't do on the Shabbat. This is what you should do. He'll work with you. You're not going to have it figured out the first time that you do it. But as you keep honoring the Shabbat, Yah will give you more understanding. But you have to learn and allow yourself to be humbled down and allow the Most High to open up your eyes. But again, troublesome is the way which leads to life and few there be that find it. So it's not easy, but that's why it says the path to destruction is one that many people take. Many people say, nah, I can't honor the Sabbath. I don't want to honor the Sabbath every week. I'm too busy. Your life is not that, that busy. It's not too busy. Your soul is worth it. It's either an eternity of suffering or an eternity of salvation. Your soul is worth keeping the Shabbat. But many people don't want to cast away the day-to-day struggle, the day-to-day troubles. They don't want to put the burden onto Yah. Yah is willing to take that yoke. Yah's yoke and his burden is light and easy. Yah will take away all your struggles. Once you start honoring the Shabbat, Yah will make things easier for you. Once you start honoring the Shabbat, and keeping the commandments, God will make things easier for you. But narrow is the gate and troublesome is the way which leads to life and few there be that find it. And honestly, the scripture says troublesome is the way, but once you get your feet under you, once you start honoring the Shabbat, once you really start keeping the commandments, as far as the Shabbat, I love it. It's really my favorite day of the week now. It's a day of feast. We get a day to eat and to drink and to bless Yahuwah on his holy Shabbat. It's an amazing day. Yeah, at the start, you have to learn how to keep it better, you know, and learn what to do, what not to do. But once you get it down, I kind of have like a routine now of I just do kind of the same type of thing. You know, some some weeks it's a little bit different, but I try to just keep it on a routine. You know, I get prepared for the Shabbat the day before so that I'm all prepared and then I can rest, eat and drink and bless Yahuwah on his holy Shabbat. And It's amazing. Like I said, it's a connection with the Most High. It shows that we are His people and He he is our Elohim. It's a spiritual meaning, keeping the Shabbat. You know what I'm saying? And Yah, when He was creating the entire universe, the heavens, the earth, and the sea, He took a day out to rest so we could take a day out to rest and honor His Shabbat. And your soul is worth it. Like I said, we're either going to eternal suffering or eternal salvation, so it's worth it to give yourself a chance of redemption. Do the whole duty of man. Do what you are here on this earth to do. Keep the commandments and fear the most high. And that really starts with keeping the 10 commandments, keeping the commandments of Yah, and that includes keeping the fourth commandment of honoring the Shabbat. And that's just the example that I use throughout this episode. But to me, that's a good example because a lot of people I find they don't want to keep the Shabbat. They, like I said, they feel that they're too busy. They're too caught up in their lives. But if Yahah could take a break from creating the entire universe, we could take a break from our lives. And getting that day of rest, it, it, it strengthens you and builds you up for the rest of the week. You know what I'm saying? We need this day. You know what I'm saying? People feel that they're so busy, they can't take a day off. But if you take that one day off, Yahweh will give you strength. He will give you renewed energy. And that's how you'll be able to each week be efficient. Take care of what you need to take care of. We have six days throughout the week to do 
what we need to do, do our work, take care of what we need to take care of, do things for us. Yeah, keep the commandments throughout those six days, but we can do things, pursue our own affairs, do things that, you know, we might want to do personally. But then when it comes to that seventh day, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, that's Yah's day. And that's a day where we can recharge, we can rest, bless Yah, honor Yahuwah and his ways. And that's how Yah gives us strength. He gives us understanding. He gives us energy. He gives us purpose. And it's a sign between us and our Elohim, us and our God, us and Yahuwah, showing that we are his and he is our Elohim. Praise and glory to Yah. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So one more time, that's Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And so I'm going to leave it right there, my beloved... Thank you for listening to this episode. This was with all love and it's just to help you have a chance at salvation. You know what I'm saying? If we're not keeping the commandments, if we're not doing our duty as men, then we're not giving ourselves the best chance at salvation. So keep the commandments. That's why I wanted to explain these points for you, share these scriptures with you. And this is with all love. It's to help you. So keep fearing the Most High. Keep seeking out the Most High. Keep repenting. Keep honoring the ways of Yah, honoring the commandments of the Most High. And that's how you will give yourself a chance at salvation. The only salvation is through Adonai, Yahusha HaMashiach, the righteous, because of Yahuwah Elohai, the only Elohim. So praise and glory to Yah. I thank you, my beloved. I love you, my beloved. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith. Stay strong and much love. Ecclesiastes 12. Remember now at your creator in the days of your youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when you shall say, I have no pleasure in them, while the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain, in the day when the garters of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the streets when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low, also when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail. Because man goes to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets, or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the ruach shall return unto Elohim who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught at the people knowledge. Yeah, he gave good heed and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written was upright, even words of truth. The words of the wise are as goads, and as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd, and further by these my son be admonished, 
of making many sephirim there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear at Elohim and guard at his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For Elohim shall bring at every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And also another point that I forgot to put in here, my beloved, is that Yah will come through for you. He will bless you, especially when you start honoring the Shabbat, especially when you really start keeping the commandments, really seeking out the Most High, really fearing Yah. He will provide for you. He will come through for you. He will give you what you need in the proper time, in the proper season. So keep the faith. Do not doubt the timing of the Most High. The timing of the Most High is beautiful. It's always right on time. So if you just got your blessing or if you're waiting for your blessing, don't worry. Yah's timing is perfect. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. He will not leave you. Yah is with you. So because Yah is with you, because Yah put you on this earth, keep Yah's commandments, keep fearing him, keep seeking him out, and Yah's got you. He has a plan for you. He has a timing and a purpose for you. So you're right on time, my beloved. You're exactly where you need to be right in this moment. So keep the faith. Give all praise, honor, and glory to Yah. It's his purpose, his plan, his timing, his glory. All glory to Yah. Thank you for listening. And just stay strong. Keep the faith. I love you, my beloved. Ecclesiastes 3, 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Ecclesiastes 3, 14. I know that whatsoever Elohim does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And Elohim does it, that men should fear before him. Love.